to another episode of It's On Us Podcast. It's your host for today, Mr. J. Diaz. To my left, I got... Ash, yo, yo. To his left, I, we got... Got your boy Gabe, how you guys doing? And then to, to my his, left, I got... Hey, this is John, what's going on? And today, we are going to discuss a range of topics, but first, like we always do every episode, how was everybody's weeks? Um, I had a very interesting week this week. Uh, hold on. Yeah, so this week has been really uh, kind of exhausting for me, man. I'm glad it's Friday. I just need to, like, relax, take a break, breathe, you know what I'm saying? Stay hydrated. You know, just, just the basic stuff, but that's pretty much it for me. I definitely can uh, agree with you on the exhausting part. Everything's been kind of stressful in my life this week, but uh, it is what it is. I'm alive. Gotta keep it in. Gotta keep a level head, man. Yeah. That's the thing. I got, I got. I feel like I got big opportunities coming my way. I just, I gotta see them. I just gotta let them happen. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Yep. Gotta take them. Gotta take advantage. Um, today for me is payday. So. Hey. Thank you to Direct Deposit for getting. <laughs> Love paydays. Man. That's still a different got, feeling, man. So you know, you still got a job. You know, it's like, hey, you still want me there? It's always good. Jacob, how about yourself, man? How, how was this week for you? It was another good week. I think playing nothing negative really happened. Just, just cruising, I guess. That's the best way I could put it. Mm-hmm. Like trying to stay sane. Nothing crazy or exciting happened. Just another week in, in the Diaz household. Mm-hmm. I don't want. I don't mean to interject you, Jacob. I got big news. First off, I'm an uncle. Hey, hey. congratulations! Uh, well, soon to be uncle. She, she'll be here. She will be here. She. My brother's having a daughter. We didn't know the sex until like Tuesday, so uh, they announced it and everything. And no lie, I called that though. Did you? They said, "What do we have?" And I said, it's a, "You got to bring a girl into the family." It's, it was about time. Yeah, that's what's up. Gonna when be she April seventh, I think. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we will see what happens, but I'm really excited, and uh, yeah, so we'll. You better start shopping now. Welcome Man. to the club, Uncle John. Uncle John, yep. All right, yeah. You can be like the fun uncle though. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm going to be yeah for sure. You got to be the fun uncle. So now, like, are you, like, is this gonna be like your new like? I don't want to close your ears, baby, but is that gonna be your new pussy slang move? Or? <laughs> <laughs> my new card, yeah. You know I'm, what I'm saying, you just my, come down the street strolling. I'm like, oh my god, that's a cute kid. And you just give him a crazy story how you had to adopt your brother's kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, and, and like, now the panties are on the floor. You don't even. There's a flood. You know, you don't know what's going on. Full circle type of deal. Yeah. <laughs> my dad, do my dad. No, my dad. This my, look at my cute granddaughter here. No, yeah, that's that, it, new life period is like exciting though because so, so exciting, you get to start from the beginning and like teach them just I think from like from the moment you're born to like age seven, you're like injected with these like characteristics and it pretty much carries out with you the rest of your life, you know what I mean? So you get to be a part of that process of her, like, understanding how life is. Like, I have a question for you guys, or Jacob, you have Mm -hmm. kids, right? Right. So at what age do you tell kids, like, it's okay to lie? Or do you not tell them to lie at all? Okay, well, my two-year-old doesn't understand that concept yet, but my daughter, she's honest. Like, if we ask her something, she's going to tell us the truth. She don't really... I'm lucky enough to have a good teenage daughter where she's not into a bunch of negative things. You know, she stays out of trouble, good in school. Like, she's sometimes a hermit crab. Like, she'll just stay up in her room and do homework. 
Like, mm-hmm. so I'm lucky enough to have a daughter to where I don't have to worry about that. But yeah, I mean, but in general, to tell a kid, hey, look, in some situations, you could tell a white lie. You, you like, if you don't want to hang out with somebody, like, hey, look, I, or just tell them, hey, look, I don't want to hang out tonight. I made, you know, I know I made these plans, but fuck it, I don't feel like doing shit now. Mm-hmm. So, but it's okay to be real, but it's it's not right. okay to like. Yeah, you can't just come up with a whole collaborated yeah, like, like right. Oh, I can't come to work today because oh, I don't have a if you got a beginning a middle dog end. sitter or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. If you have a beginning, middle, and end to your story, then odds are it's made up, and you're gonna get caught up in a lie. And that's the thing I love about kids; like they don't lie to you at all. Like they come up to you, like if you're fat, they'd be like, "Oh, you're so fat." Or they just they're just no brutally filter. honest, and I mean. I, I love that about them, but at some point I'm like, all right, you gotta tone it down. Yeah, you gotta you gotta find something, find the middle ground, and, and read the room. See, they don't know how to do that yet, so they gotta re- they gotta figure out that. It's our job as parents and teachers to teach them that. Like I'm at the age of like Tom Parker, say thank you. I don't care how you say thank you. You're learning your own way as you get older. But right now, close the gifts. At yeah. least I know a he's appreciating something for something, and he has empathy. Which is good for a kid his age. Like, he might do, like, pinch me or bite me, do some asshole shit. But if I say, oh, you hurt me, or you hurt daddy, he's like, oh, mwah. So he, at least he understands if he hurts somebody, right? he has that empathy. You just hope that that doesn't turn into, I have I do something bad and I kiss you to make right. up for it. Like, you right. can't keep can't, that going. Like, exactly. You, you gotta learn that you can't do that. Like In general, exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess to stay on like the whole kid topic, since you did bring up you have a daughter. Um, and one of our topics today is women in sports. What age do you think you should start introducing? You know, well, you, I guess you couldn't introduce Taylor, but like, what age do you think she she did get introduced to sports? First, I would have to ask her, "Hey, look, is this something? Is any of these topics interest you? If no, then I, it's I feel like she's into like cheerleading." No, she actually has no. She doesn't like anything sports or athletic related. She plays instruments though. Don't yeah, she right. likes instruments. She likes hmm. being. She likes violin. She's pretty good. She, she reminds me of my sister when she was in high school of how good she was. In, That's a terrible comparison. And no, in high school of how good she was with music. Okay. How she? How my sister was with music. That's how good Taylor can be. So yeah, but it's it's also tricky though because. The way I look at things is different than her. What the way her mom looks at things. Like I think she's in tenth grade. She's start thinking about college. Like at least have a plan what she wants to go for. And maybe I'm just like just overly wanting to be overly prepared. Mm-hmm. And her mom's like, no, she's you know in the middle of her sophomore year. It's like, but still, I think that's wasting time. I guess just because maybe I'm projecting onto her how I look. I was at just gonna say that. Right, yeah. right, and maybe that's part of it. But it's still like. Man, like she's smarter than I was. I I, I just want it. the best yeah. for her. Yeah. I don't want her to just think, oh, I can just coast and it'll come to me. Like I want yeah, you to have that go get her attitude. Like, no, don't wait till things come to you. You go through things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well then I guess my question would be if you and Shanta had another kid then what then a female, you know what I mean, would you I, w- when I would, would you introduce it? I mean, because you're gonna I mean, you have Parker throwing the ball at you know okay. at one, so you do the same thing with your daughter. You know? If if I show her, I'm like this is how you do this sport, this that, and third, 
actually takes interest, like, oh, I want to, you know, this, I, I'm going to, you know, then I'll be like, okay, let's, let me help you get to the best of you, like, the best out of you that I can. And once I'm done, I will find you another teacher that can get even more out of you. And that's how I want to look at it with Parker. You know, I want, I'm going to teach as much as I can. But if there hits a wall to where I can't, either I want to teach myself that I can, or I got your back, we're going to go get you some help. Hmm. But yeah, I think, and my whole thing is like, with women in sports, I don't think, I think we're like 20 years behind, honestly. More than that, probably more. I, I think, I always have this mindset of, in general, people should be treated equally. That's how I look at it, everything. You're a person. People are equal. Like, that's, yes. that's flat. That's flat line. Like yes. There should be no, like, buts or this should, or you're that. It shouldn't so. be groundbreaking things that, oh, my God, our first female vice president. Like, we should have already had one. Real shit. We should. This, we're overdue. Mm-hmm. We're overdue for a lot of things. So, to see women stepping up, first NBA owner, female. That's female. Mm-hmm. The Marlins with, with their... Uh, GM. GM. Shout out to Jeannie Buss, the LA Lakers, you know. Got to get the chip. You know what I'm saying? The the whole woman's, like, movement is making a lot of progress and is finally being, like, highlighted and shown. Yes. As much as other topics in the news, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. As it should be, you know. Very important. I just think it gets compared to, like, like the the WNBA gets compared, compared to the NBA, which is just not, like, I feel like that's not, you know what I mean? Well, like, wasn't it like the like, one, uh, who was it? Like? There is many NBA stars that love to watch WNBA and mm-hmm. would want them to get paid the same way they do. You know I was going to say, the pay scale is like way off. Like, right. I think Suberg makes like 800000 a year where mm-hmm. LeBron makes like... 800000 a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, but you know why? It's because like there's none the of that like razzle and dazzle. Like nobody wants to watch girls do layups all day. That's, that's the mindset. But like with guys, you get the... Flashy passes, but you do have the occasional like girls that come into the league and Absolutely. they're able to like dunk mm-hmm. and do those type of like Brittany attributes. Grinder. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Brittany Grinder. And it's entertainment. You know that's right. what people if they don't see it in entertainment, they're not going to fund it. They're not going to advertise with it. So they they see that the NBA is that. But route. I think that's the issue. People like watch it for entertainment and not for what this what people really love. Like you know, there's some people who watch basketball not for the entertainment because they really like. The pick and roll scheme, true, true. the coach coaching, you know what I mean? Players playing defense and hustle, and you know what I mean? Actually trying to all win it. Yeah, all you know what I'm it. saying? The competitiveness of actually playing basketball. You know, that's why I watch sports. I don't watch it to entertain myself. But so, so going off what Gabe just brought up with WNBA and NBA, I just put up a stat that says, read that for me, Gabe. You got a better angle. Last year, the WNBA use was, what does it say? Uh, the average was 71,000. This year appears to be 75. The maximum is 113,000. Meanwhile, the upcoming NBA season, the minimum salary is 838,000. So you're of, telling me. Of co- but it says, of course, the NBA rakes in more, far more revenue. But that's at the same time because I feel like. You got more people to that watch. Not even that. It's just like the same company that publicizes NBA doesn't publicize the WNBA just as much. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. For every five NBA commercials, there's only one WNBA. Like right. If we push sure. WNBA on more people, they would have more revenue. But oh, yeah. see, it's not pushing. It's like if, if people don't want to watch it, then they won't watch it. But 
It's but you see a lot of NBA stars. They're like this. They they are actually that's what I'm saying. Because basketball is basketball. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're female the playing the damn game. Exactly. Like if you can play the game. You play the game. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's like you know you get. I don't know. Maybe well, same, the same thing like with MMA. Like you see, like them female athletes. They're like they're raw. I mean, right. they you know starting from from Ronda Rousey to now, mm-hmm. like Megan Anderson. She's awesome. She's a really dope right. UFC fighter. Hey, real quick, you think you could beat Ronda Rousey in a fight? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> Not even. You see how the same hell time said hell no. No. Hell no. Hell no. At least give her a couple like no. Nope. Nothing. You ain't getting a couple licks off. No, at all. I ain't getting. No, I ain't backing down. I ain't gonna take me. I ain't. I ain't stepping in. I ain't saying I'm gonna back down. Person one's not gonna beat her ass. So wait a minute. Know. So wait a minute. Clickbait. Ash versus Ronda Rousey. Yeah. When we when we setting it up, she man. can bring this on. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm probably will lose, but I'm not gonna back There's down. There's no probably play. about it. You not be standing after one minute. You know she's married to an MMA. Athlete as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just like just so, like in their like sparring sessions, they they spar each other. Hey, listen, her. she drink water just like I do. I don't care. I'm, I'm supposed to be the one that says dumbass shit on this podcast, not you. That's a that was realistic. Real that was the goal. dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's saying, all I'm saying. Saying no. you can last with the MMA fight. You, you should hear in our in our fantasy football group message what goes on in there. Oh, like today? Yeah. Okay. Quick question. Yeah, to get sidetracked. Right. <laughs> Let's get sidetracked. We're gonna get off that topic. Just stay on sports. <laughs> so, so me and me and Gabe are in the same football league and fantasy football league. What's your record again? Not good. All right. It's like three and seven, I think. Damn. Struggling. Six struggling. Anyways. and three. Six and three over here. So, anyways, people were talking in the group chat, and I I have my notification turned off because sometimes there's just too much conversation. Long story short, let me ask you guys this question right now. You guys are both Browns fans, so you guys can answer this the way you want to, truthfully, honestly. You can go however you want to look at it. However you want to answer it, it doesn't matter. Who is better right now, Drew Brees or Baker Mayfield? Give me a second to digest that. Wait a minute. Look at their. Okay. So wait a minute. Are you talking about like this season? Because like I'm just talking about right now. If you had a pick right now, Drew Brees or Baker? No, Mayfield? Baker. I'm biased because I'm a Browns fan. I'll say that. But Drew Brees has cracked ribs, collapsed lung. I'm well, not. Let's not take the injury part. Yeah, not injury. You said right now. Just, okay, right without now. not including injuries from either football for either quarterback. Baker. I'm taking Brees. Thank you. I'm, I'm gonna go with Baker. I'm taking Brees. He's Brees is old, man. He's 30, 40 years old. No, okay. I, I'm not taking him. I'm look, taking if you, I'm taking Baker. The way I look at it right now is this. You got to. This is how I come over. So there. why does why does Drew Brees have a better record than Browns do? Yeah, and arguably he's has a better team. And, and he's beaten. And didn't they beat Tampa? They beat twice. Twice. Two times. So when a does forty year old Drew uh, Tom Brady? No, thank you. When uh, when that does, that's not impressive to me. Real quick, when does experience go into play and you know what you're doing? This is what Baker's what third year, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just that's, so that's why I said let's take mm-hmm. Baker's first three years against Drew Brees' first three years, and I promise you it's not a comparison. Well, yes, it is. If you take Brees' first three years in the league, he was not that good. He had the same comparisons as Jameis Winston. No, sir. Dead ass. He was shitty with the Chargers. No, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. So maybe sir. So a random fact I just uh heard on the radio. Um, and I bet he still has a better winning record than Baker does. Oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying. And that I bet he has more yards. Probably more oh, wait, TDs. Wait, 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 wait. 
So if we're looking at stats wise, yards per game, I bet he has more. If it's a whole different NFL. I'm talking. If you're talking right smack dab, timestamp it right now. I'm taking Baker Mayfield. No, There's no way. You got to. I'm taking Drew Brees. Yeah. Why would you take Drew Brees? He's 41 years old. Like no, I'm not taking. Uh, because right now at 41, he's proven he's more hey, consistent than John, Baker at his age. Uh, this is why I want to know why. He's only uh, three years in the league. He has this thing called a super. But Bowl now brain. see that's you can't say Drew, uh, Baker Mayfield has only been in the league for. Three years and then at the same time say he's Drew Brees is forty. That's contradicting what I, you're saying. I get that though, but I'm saying if you're talking Drew right Brees now, is 40. If, you're, if you're talking, I'm okay. taking this player from right now. I'm taking a twenty-some-year-old Drew Baker over a forty-year-old Drew Brees. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that you know I'm not comparing his first three to the to Drew Brees' first three. But I'm saying you're just though, saying in this moment in, in time, this moment, in this time if you were the GM. Yeah, I'm taking, you're, you're taking. Yeah, why would, I, why wouldn't you? Take, no, I, why wouldn't you take the youth? I understand you, why you would take the youth. I I get that wholeheartedly. But, and also, side note, isn't aren't they both six and three? Browns, yeah, Saints, Saints. Yeah, could six be. Three? Yeah, it could be. So they are six and three. Yeah. And yeah, hell no, I'm taking the Browns. Thank and, you. I'm Thank taking you. the Browns. I'm taking Baker. I'm, I'm biased. I don't give a fuck. No sir. They say no fuck sir. There's no bias. That's his facts, though. And Baker will develop his game more and more that he plays. And I don't, well, he will never be on the same level as Drew Brees. I know, but you see, you, now it's now it's not <laughs> about levels. Of, oh, it's Even be, I think right now, like you I know what I'm saying. I think right now Drew Brees is just playing at a different level because he's consistently been at a top tier level. Then now when he's at this mediocre level, he's being compared to people like Baker Mayfield, which is a not fair to him because he's put up fucking. 15 numbers. years of just fucking dominant he's got, seasons. He's got numbers. He does. And then B, his team's not been the healthiest. You know? right. no, Michael Thomas has been kind of hurt all year. I know he has no defense, and he's never had a defense in that fucking team over there. Never. So my, so my question right now is, what are the group chats in? Oh, my group chat just literally thinks that Baker Mayfield walks on fucking water. It's yeah, crazy. It's, it's bad. <laughs> I, like, they're trying to say that... that Baker is going to be in the league but, for 20 but, years. But the, and that's what I think the whole, that's where I'm not getting at. Once you can tell me Baker can have 10 years of just straight solid, at least Pro like, Bowl seasons, at Pro Bowl seasons. He stay consistent. Anything be, can happen for him. Because exactly. As long but as now, you know what I mean? That's what, they were comparing the potential of being Baker. old to the potential to Baker, which is not a fair comparison. Because the jury's still I can out of Baker. Right, and that's what I said. I said, you know, if Baker at the end of the year can go twenty years in this league, in this league, then I can honestly say he's on that on that level. Maybe his stats might not be on that Jacob, level. people the stat. I heard it on like a ninety-two point three. Uh, they talk about Cleveland sports all the time. They were talking right. about that uh, Baker just passed like uh, Big Ben for the most big, wins, most wins outside of first energy, first energy stadium. That's, that's not that's sad. not a big accomplishment, but it <laughs> is because this is like. That's sad. Yeah, that's, that's kind of sad. depressing, yeah. But that's sad. That's just the Anyways, level. can we talk about how Lamar has more passing yards than Baker this year? And supposedly my quarterback's are running well, back. But all I have to say about the Ravens is this. They've been pass heavy because they, their they've run been, has been They've been looking kind of suspect. I'm not saying, oh my goodness, sound the alarm. The whole division's been looking suspect, but we all got winning records. Hey, but that is we, true. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna knock nobody right now. Right. We but, all look. We all had bad games. I'm not gonna lie. We all right, got winning records. So, I'm right, right. We're going to take it how we get it. I'm, right. we, we all in the same boat here. My thing is, I want the Ravens to be able to win because the, Lamar is great. He plays great. But he needs, they need to change how they're doing something over there because they're getting too. Where's Des Bryant at, bro? Right, where's Des at, bro? The Ravens are getting too predictable. That's what, well, they're passing. Their run game, I had to drop Mark Ingram from my fantasy league. He was trash. I'm like, 
Look, I can't. I, I drafted him like I don't know, top seven. Yeah. Right. I had a drop set. You know, you know what I just read. Um, this Monday night, this one football. This Monday night will be the first NFL awesome. game ever to have it all African American. I'm prime. Uh, yeah, ref and ref, Yeah, ref group. Yeah, that's awesome. Too late. Too late. Yeah. Overdue. It should have been done. Before yeah, just like this year was the first uh, year that it was a female executive, and then a female coach on the two on two the, coaches and a, and a ref. Yep. Oh. No, like, it was two refs and two coaches. Okay, yeah, but I was like, and that was for the Packers and the or not the Packers, was it Chiefs. the Browns? Mm-hmm. I think it was the Browns. Yeah, it was yeah. Browns, Browns and somebody else. Yeah, I can't think no, of the other. Just, one. just wait, just wait in like twenty years. Like this is gonna be like why were we like why was this like a headline breaking news? There's female head coaches. Like, what? Why? Why is that a like the girl from the Spurs? That's crazy. No, he's the first assistant head coach. That's crazy mm-hmm. that this is a this shouldn't be groundbreaking. This is that's the thing. That's my thing. It is yeah, when because well oh, no I'm, no I, I think it's I didn't mean to say it like that. I'm saying as far as like why did it take this long for right. that to happen? That's what I'm. That's what I mean. Like, it's groundbreaking, but it shouldn't be. It's sad. That it's it sad. should already have happened. It's sad. No, yeah, we all get the experience part of like a, a shift that we're all like going through that's right great. now. So I we get it. to see like the first of everything now. I love it. I love that. So that's like really, really, really special. But what are you looking at now? So the other reading? day I was reading. I heard a story. I seen that shit too. And Maybe an extra pick or something. And I, I, this is just so weird to me. It's. It really is just weird to me because, from what I got from it, you're you're rewarding people to have. What's the headline? Minority. Um, so basically, in a long, long story, the NFL is providing an extra draft pick for any minority head coach or executive or manager. Or that, because that, there is a lack of them. There's or, only or, like I think there might be two African American coaches in the league. I know the Chargers have one. And uh, Dolphins is that is he yeah, and, that's, and I then, think and that, then no, it's it's for developing. Oh, and Tomlin, yeah, so three. It's from developing, in front office executives. So it's basically if you're promoting them, that's what I'm right, saying. Head yeah. coaches, managers, and then like I said, executives. Yeah. So you get extra. And it's like so, so if you're GM or so, you know what I'm so saying. So fucked up. Yeah. So now so you're okay. So I feel like that's another form of like not redlining, but like it's a crutch in a sense of like mm-hmm. they didn't have that. Mm-hmm. So now you're giving them, okay, well, we understand you guys have been suppressed, so we're going to give you an extra right. on top if, of that. If you, do so this, if you if like, if I was Bring like, in more minorities in the, in the higher-ups, but you got to hire them people before anything, so you know what I mean? Like, that's not up to us to hire those people. That's, you know, how can you reward us for something you have to do? That should have been happened. Right. 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 Yeah. Should be, you should, there should be a reward system to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. But it's, you look at the NFL, and it's dominantly minorities oh. playing mm-hmm. by... And, oh. that's, and that's what it yeah. is. They're trying to. They're trying to flip that. They're trying to get that into the in the offices. And, and, yeah, into the offices, which I, flat, yeah. which is good. But I, you shouldn't have to. To, to me, that's a that's a bribe. That's like a yeah, like a, like a slap in the like, face. It's like okay, look, if, right. if like if I'm Tom Parker, okay, if you do this, you get this as a reward. No, you you should not do that. That that makes it ten times worse in my eyes. Right. It, it's just I don't know. It's like a positive reinforcement type of deal. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. No, that's interesting, though, man. But I, I mean, hey, it's 2020. What do you expect? Change. Right. A lot of yeah. it. And, and not, not change with fucking asterisks. Like, it will give you draft picks. 
Or, or taking people right. off of syrups and boxes and stuff like that. Like, come on. Did you see the SNL skit of uh, Dave Chappelle doing that? Bob, okay. They took off uh, Uncle Ben off the rice. Uh, they took Aunt Jemima off the syrup oh, bottle. I heard, and, uh, I, I like listened to the audio, but I didn't get to see it. Uh, what was the other one? It was like Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben. And then there was one more dude. Butterworth? It was, a, it was Miss Butterworth, right? No. I don't know, but Dave Chappelle, he has been making no, a lot dude, of like... We need to keep that man as long as we can. Yes. Appreciate Dave Chappelle while we have him while he's here. That's an else kid stand. Oh, it was the, the Dracula. Back. It was the, uh, the, the Count Dracula choc- uh, chocolate oh, oh. <laughs> or the cereal. cereal. That's too he said, I'm not even black, I'm chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but what do you expect from the year 2020? I mean, you've, you've had the coronavirus since March, correct? John? Mm-hmm. March 11th. And now it's... No, it's been here since uh, December. It okay. was called well, COVID-19, so... I'm sorry, we've been quarantined since yeah, March. Yeah, we've been quarantined since March. Yeah. Now it's November, what? 20th? 21st. And now we're going to... Right, it's 20th. 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 Now we're going to another showdown. You think so? Or no, I'm sorry, a curfew, because Daddy DeWine is watching us. Who? Daddy DeWine. That's your daddy. And no, not my daddy. Now that, that's just My dad's Rodney. My dad's Francis. Squanto. 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 Yeah, yeah. 2020's been a, a year. Um, we've seen a lot. And it's been interesting it's been the most head-scratching year i've ever had in my existence and i'm 28 years old that says a lot it's head-scratching for you oh head-scratching like a mother like like crazy what makes it so like head-scratching i mean just being quarantined has showed you what you don't need well just being quarantined and just like watching news and just like just being aware of everything going on in the world it's just like it's just Tiring. It's mentally tiring. It's exhausting. With the election and everything. Election, social justice. It's like we're like I've said this before. We are operating off of a blueprint that was made in 1776. 200 years old. Like we need to switch some shit up. Like let's maybe not throw out the whole book, but hey, let's rewrite this chapter. Let's make this chapter just a little bit better. Let's switch up this rule just a little bit. Let's. Let's change how we approach this because guess what? Technology has been introduced into the picture and things are different. Mm-hmm. Things are changing. You know what's going to happen if all that shit changes, bro. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Civil War II. When you think about it, you got these far left, far right people that if you change the Constitution or if you change what I believe in, there's going to be people who. Believe in it and don't believe in it. You're not conflict either way. Well, you keep it, if you keep it the same, there's going to be conflict. You change it, there's going to be conflict. I'm not saying I agree with what's going on. Yeah, there needs to be change. But, I mean, no matter what, there is going to be some type of ugly outcome. Oh, but we need to have it in order to look it in its face and this is what it used to be and get over it and kind of just move past it and grow and be better from it. So, so, so real quick. So, Endgame, Avengers. Thanos is the most cold-blooded, like, I just watched, like, quotes about him and like how he just speaks and one of the quotes he said was like it pertains to what's going on right now he says as long as there are those that remember what was there will always be those that are unable to accept what can be True. and they will resist and i can 
kind of tie that to think about it. Joe Biden got the first, the most votes ever, ever. I hate that people say that though. But guess what? There's not. There wasn't 20 right. million people voting but, right. but 10, 20 years ago. But so you can't compare it. those stats. But guess guess what though? Guess mm-hmm. who got the second most votes ever? Donald Trump. Right. Right. This year, yeah. So, so think about it. So for all the people that voted for Biden, they're like, yay. But think about it. There's also 71 million people that are upset. It's like. Second place winner would have beat anybody in the past. That's what I'm saying. Right. Second second place this year is literally the second most votes ever. ever. So if you put that up against anybody else right. in the history of these elections, that's, that's why you can't crazy. compare. That's why you can't compare these, right. these no, numbers I this year. Yeah, I, yeah. I, no, I'm not saying right, you, right, but right. like there's people like, oh, this, right. he's got the most votes ever. But like, yeah, he should right. because there's how many people in this world now right. compared to 1992? There's is, 50 billion people living on this goddamn world. Right. We should have at least... 100 to 200 million people voting. That's that's that, yeah. that's logistically right. I feel like so. So just to think about that, the, you know, put in retrospect, 71 million people that are upset. And it's like, really? Like, oh my! I wouldn't say that they're upset. I would say that there's probably some people that are very very pissed, and some people that are probably like, you know what? Cool, I'm okay. Right. Like, you got there. You can't think that every Republican is. A hardcore, I'm not going to change. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. You know, so, you gotta, but I agree with what you're saying, though. Like, 70 million people voted for the guy. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, that's And it's more than he would got in the first election. Yeah, exactly. So, so not only did did he now potentially lose, he got more votes than he did before. So, more people are supporting his ideals and what he's talking about. That's insane to me. That's ridiculous. So yeah, he but, just pulled up. There's 328 million people in the world. So yeah, that's that sounds about right. In the well, world, but yeah, you I'm in the uh, United States. Okay, I'm sorry, okay. 7.8 billion in the world. But okay. 328 in, in America. So, so I mean, 140, for, 140 that's million. Still, no, that's 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 kind of bad. Yeah, half of the fucking population. But, but, you think but at the same time, that was that's how many more percentage points higher than what it was four years ago. Right, and you also got to think about all those million people that we have. How many are of voting age too? Children, prisoners, right. people that can't vote. Exactly. But Puerto, Puerto Rico. All the Puerto Rico can vote. Uh-huh. That's 3 million people right there. 140 is good. I mean, that's, that's, that's something. That's positive. Oh, yeah. We're in a transition. So the more people that realize they have the capacity to actually get out and vote, that's why this year was like it was because mm-hmm. people actually realize their personal power that they can have. Well, you saw there was, there was some election. There were some... Um, Issues and, and people that lost by hundreds of votes, just nothing, mm-hmm. because all because someone went and tapped a button. Now the other way around, they don't go and vote. Someone else wins. Someone else is like, wasn't well, Georgia a tie too? There was a more votes for one person, I believe, but virtually because percentage points, it wasn't it, it, enough of a. Of, well, I think yeah. I think they're going to recount. Yeah, 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 they have to. Yeah, they, well, they just finished their first by hand recount. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to need to do another recount. Mm. Well, no, I'm sorry. They did a recount, which they were going to do regardless. I think they do the computer, then the hand one. And then what? But Trump still has his opportunity to ask for a recount too. So, which everybody says he is. Quick side note: his lawyer is making twenty G's off his ass for every case. No, that's a day. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Twenty a day. That John, whatever his name is, Julie, Giuliani, whatever. Yeah, that's crazy. And. I read he's filed 21 lawsuits, like 16 of them already been tossed out or dismissed. Like, 
get that shot here. Mm -hmm. Like, like when something, no, no. Well, yeah, you're trying to do a recount where you got blown out by 8,000, 800,000 votes. Like, yeah, of course you're not going to recount that. Yeah, they're not going to flip 800,000 votes to, you know. Right. There, and that's there's not, no way. Right. You can get maybe 10,000 of those, but, I mean, that's not going to help you. Right. Those states were like, I think it was Georgia, uh, not Florida. Uh, it was uh, Michigan, Michigan, Wisconsin, and uh, Nevada. Those right. are the four. What about Detroit and uh, Michigan? Michigan, Michigan. I think about it, the, the best thing that came out this election, you got a first female VP. Mm -hmm. uh, MVP. M MVP. Yeah. Like, that's that's awesome. That's awesome just to show, like, you know, your, your niece. You can be like, look, mm -hmm. you, you can be that. You can achieve that. It's just, just amazing. That's just one of my things. Like, women are one of the most unappreciated beings on this earth. Like, they go through so much turmoil. Just to give birth to men that don't like right. them. Like, we don't need True. them. True. I don't understand that at all. At all. I don't. Like, men need females. Like, right. why, why just we be shunning them away like that? No, it's just like, it's a, it's a natural balance that has to happen. Like, even when you raise kids, you have to have both the masculine mm -hmm. energy and the female energy in the house to have them to realize, yeah. okay, it's okay to, like, Right, it's okay, cry. It's okay, it's okay, okay to, to express like, yourself yeah. in this manner. You know, and that's, that's how you get part of your personality is you... You know, get some from your mom and some from your dad. You can't just grow up in a house where you know. Yeah, most people do. People do you know, without lack right, of right. one or the other, and so, most time they turn out you know all right. But sometimes that you know it. You gotta you gotta learn on the fly. Right, you gotta yeah. learn. So for sure. So. Now speaking of personality, um, we took a couple personality tests. Uh, what last week or so? Last week or two. And yeah. tonight. Well, he took his tonight. He his tonight. And I, I feel like it was, like, kind of spot on, the one I, like, how, basically, like, I took the test, and it told me that I was an advocate, which I already knew in my mind. I have a tattoo of an activist on my legs. So I already knew, like, what I am, but, like, it's just, like, a confirmation, like, okay, yeah, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And some of, like, the people that were a part of that company were, like, Nelson Mandela, Martin Luther King, you know. Game of Thrones characters. I was like, this is awesome, man. So it was just like a real like affirmation type of deal. And I appreciate it. But Jacob, yours was different I was, though. I was different from like the three out of the crew because I believe John, Gabe, and Ash all got the same thing, the correct? Same exact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, same advocate. advocate. Yeah, advocate. I'm what you call a campaigner. And I guess I can read the little paragraph introduction. It says a campaigner is someone with extroverted intuitive feeling and prospecting personality traits. These people tend to embrace big ideas and actions that reflect their sense of hope and goodwill towards others. Their bright grit energy can flow in many directions. You guys all know me for years. Does that kind of kind of hit me on the head or not? Hmm. I'll hit you on the head. <laughs> I mean, it is there. It's yeah, there. I feel like there's been some pieces of definitely, but that's with everything because, I mean, yeah, anytime you read, like, let's say, like, your horoscope, right? Like, after your horoscope, you can kind of relate to what you're doing, and hey. so I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. Hey, there's been something on my horoscope, and I'm like, it says advocates are the rarest personality type, though. Yeah, all, yeah. all three of us got them. So. I knew I was born rare, but I was just like, <laughs> I was just, you know, confirmation, affirmation type Damn, of deal. We usually stand up for what's right, you mm -hmm. know, uplift others, spread compassion. I like that. Right. I like that. I like mm -hmm. that. Um, 
You see what else we got here. Many people with this personality type are also inspired to fix society's deeper problems. So maybe I just start around this podcast, people. Deeper problems. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was dope. I, we got the same exact, the, the, what was it? I. The cost of success. Mm. INFJA, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We all got the same. That's crazy. That, I wonder, John, if Gabe, were you answering it uh, truthfully? Yeah. Truthfully? I mean, you know me, dude. Or was you just taking a test and like, eh. No, because it's not like A, B, C, D. I just usually would go C. So. <laughs> Always go C. C, C, C. No, okay, so when you take this test, though, it gives you your results and it says, like, I'm an assertive advocate. And then I said, my role is like a diplomat. And then the strategy is like confident individualism. And then it like goes down and it gives percentage of like, are you an extroverted, introverted? Energy, nature, tactics, and uh, identity. And minds were like, I would say really spot on. Well, when it when it asks you, like, who's like you, like, what celebrities and stuff, I got Robert Downey Jr., Robin Williams, Quentin Tarantino, and, like, Russell Brand. So, I don't know if that's good or bad. I got Lady Gaga. I, um, I like Russell. Morgan Freeman. Hey, Morgan Freeman's a goat. Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. He's the goat. James Winston. Did you know he killed my girl? Spoiler alert. Where are you pointing at? Mm-hmm. So you can talk more into the mic. I know where. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in. Take a minute to like and follow our social media pages. The link is in the description. Oh, you, you know we ran the game.